0: Today's show is brought to you by Delicious Obsessions. Real food, real life, and real delicious. Deliciousobsessions.com
1: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer.
0: Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me, in the Mountain Woman Radio Show. I am so excited today. It's just going to be you and me. I've missed you guys, and I'm also very fearful for many of you right now, Um Lots of fires going on out here in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, we had our own scare out here. We had a fire that was 40 minutes away from us, and uh, although that seems far, fire moves so very fast, and it's really something that's heavy on my heart right now that I'd really like to share with you because the mountain boy and I had gone out for feed last week when the fire was still burning, and we ran into people that live closer to the fire than we did. And they weren't even aware of it. So it really concerned me because I know so many people live with their, with their head in the sand. And it's a great concern because, um, I'd rather be prepared than incinerated. And that is honestly the facts there. You need to be prepared and you need to be prepared for everything. And So I want to really touch on that today. Uh, We've had such amazing guests, and so many, so, so many. It's been a really uh, good stretch of many very um, knowledgeable guests and ones that have great inspiration, and I hope you gained a great deal from them. Things are going very well here, with the exception of the fire scare. Uh, We are getting on track here, and our garden is looking great. We've started harvesting things from the garden. We did a lot of canning. We did... uh, Our chili sauce, we did our hot mustard, our hot sauce, uh, we also did, um, pickles and, uh, hot pepper jelly. So our shelves are getting nice and full and, uh, we have so much more to do yet. It's just, it's quite the season for us. So, uh, it'll continue on and, uh, then we jump right into harvesting our meat for the year, uh, which we're really looking forward to. This will be a year that we all get to get out hunting together, uh, Typically, we have guests and we're going in different directions, so we're really excited about this to be able to get out as a family and each get our elk and our deer, hopefully. That is our prayer because we really need to stock up on our meat. Um, as most of you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, meat that we harvest is what we consume for the year, so it's important that we do uh, get our meat each year. But also, I wanted to mention a couple things. Um, the... Herbal coffee that I was drinking and that I so love um, is actually no longer available, and I was so greatly disappointed. But Jessica over at Delicious Obsessions certainly uh, did not fail. She has come to the rescue and saved us all with her amazing new book, which uh, relinquishes her recipes for the herbal coffee. Um, The FDA got involved, which is another story for another day. But uh, So she's no longer selling the coffees, but she is selling her uh, proprietary recipes as well as many other recipes. And her book is amazing. It covers a lot of things for those of you with autoimmune diseases. She has Hashimoto's, and um, she does incredible amounts of research. So what she is sharing is just incredible in this book. And it's something that even if you don't have an autoimmune disease, you can learn a great deal of information um, in regard to how coffee affects your adrenals and um, your system, how sugar plays such a huge role in our bodies. It's a really uh, awesome read, awesome book, and the recipes are outstanding. So you can still get that at treyerwilderness.com slash herbalcoffee. And I also wanted to get you thinking about your fall gardening if you haven't started. Right now, you can um, start planting your fall vegetables, and I want you to uh, definitely pop over and check out seeds for generations. You can find them at tryerwilderness.com/slash/seeds-for-generations. They have heirloom seeds that will set you up greatly for your fall planting season. And uh, my most favorite thing that I want to share with you is the gardening notebook. Um, Angie Schneider created this garden notebook several years ago, and I have been using it for two years now. And it has been a real saving grace for us in recording everything that goes on each year in our garden. Because as much as we think we're going to remember We don't. And it's really um, a very useful tool. It has a lot of useful information in it, a lot of guidance in planting your seeds and uh, companion planning and just keeping track of things. So you can get that at treyerwilderness.com slash garden notebook. The herbal coffee book is on sale for 25% off until the um, 31st of August. So get your hands on that. And the Garden Notebook is on sale for $5 until August 31st. So definitely uh, partake in that. Those are two really amazing books that I feel you need to have. They are e-books, and um, The Seeds for Generations is a family-run business. Good friends of mine, and I highly encourage you to check them out and use them as one of your resources. I also wanted to mention um, that as a family, we have decided to provide a 15% discount to all of our audience all around um, for National Preparedness Month. So you can go to our website and purchase anything on the website and receive 15% off and you can use the code Prep. So I will have that in the show notes. Um, enjoy the discount. We've just added um, Self-Reliance Outfitters products to our website and those as well are available at 15% off. So we encourage you to get prepared. It is part of our our, our mission here is to help people open their eyes and see the needs that they have. And um, we're going to jump on here and continue talking about the fires. I know so many of you are affected by them. And um, we are sending up prayers for all of you, as well as all the firefighters. It is just amazing. One of our audience and, and friends, Gail, over in Australia, emailed me this week, and we were chatting back and forth um just a little tidbit of information if you didn 't know Australia will be starting their spring in September, so I just think it 's neat to be able to communicate with our audience all over the world and and learn about their cultures as well as their climates and and just their differences it 's really awesome, but one of the things that Gail shared with me was that um, you know all the uh, firefighters over there in Australia that were heading this direction to help fight the fires. Firefighters from Alaska have flown in. It's just amazing. You know, people are really joining forces to help us out. So many are taking care packages for the firefighters. Um, Check that out in your area. Right now I know ours are in need of Gatorade and just simple things like that, and it's such a simple contribution, so definitely consider that. And, um... Just keep them in your prayers. They are putting it all out there. Some have lost their lives already here in Idaho, and uh, it's just really scary times. And I want to just kind of, I don't want to scare you. I don't want to, this isn't about fear mongering at all, because I'm so not into that. It, it's unnecessary. However, fire is a scary thing, and it's something that is unpredictable. The winds can change it very quickly. Uh, that's what happened here in Idaho, Um Men had gone in down to Kamaya and uh, were heading back out and the winds changed and trapped them in there. So, you know, it's scary and it's something that you really need to stay on top of. If you're in a state that has fire, please do not think that you are unaffected. All it would take right now in, in our area is a fool to drop a cigarette, a spark from a chainsaw, a, four, a quad or four wheeler hot muffler to sit in hot grass for too long. I mean, we are, I'm, the mountain boy and I have been out walking um, yesterday and the day before once our smoke cleared. We've had such heavy smoke and it's it, we were in hazardous breathing conditions. So we just decided to stay in, but we needed to get back out and it had cleared yesterday. And I mean, it is just so brittle and crunchy. I mean, it sounds like you're walking on ice when you're walking out in the woods right now. It's just really crazy. So please be careful. But the other thing I want you to do is to be be aware. Be aware of your surroundings. If you don't know how to um, find out what is going on in your area. For, like for us, we don't have TV. So we rely on the internet for a lot of our information. Um, thankfully, we've got a very... Um, Uh, self-motivated sheriff who really and uh, who really cares about keeping people informed and he's even got a Facebook group going on that he's sharing uh, up-to-date information every day but we also have a website and for those of you that are trying to track your family in Idaho and keep up with it it's idahofireinfo.blogspot.com and again that's idahofireinfo.blogspot.com And we have a phone number to check for evacuations. We also have a text number that you can text in and enter your zip code. And if there's evacuations in your area, you'll be notified. So there's a lot of ways that these states and counties are making people aware. You need to be aware and find out these resources and keep your family and yourself informed and know where these fires are. Uh, It's really important. We are surrounded by tall timber and forest in all directions for miles and miles and miles. So it is a scary thing. And like I said, that, that fire was 40 minutes from us. But if it would have jumped the ridge of that mountain, we would have been in trouble because the winds would have pushed it this way. There's many towns in between. A lot of people, you know, granted we're not in an extremely heavily populated area, towns of 100, 300. But it doesn't matter. That's life and that's people. And it's important to be aware. And so, you know, I would rather be considered a total freak in keeping um, our preparedness levels high than to, like I said, be incinerated or be put our family in danger. So when we found out about the fire, we actually started packing. Uh, now, let me jump back a step. Before we found out about the fire, but there were fires close and in our state, We decided to start making lists. We made two lists. We made a list of what would we take if we had 15 minutes to grab and go. What was the important things that we needed. The second list was what would we take if we had time and needed to get out. What all would we need. Now in our minds I have my grandma's rocking chair. I have a hope chest the mountain man made me. We've got lots of things. Things that matter. But in the reality of it all, when it comes down to it, those things lost value. As much as I treasure them, they lost value. What What is valuable to me now is my family and the concerns of what we will do moving on from this situation. As much as I'd love to have the rocking chair and the hope chest and who knows, we could strap the rocking chair onto the top like we did on the way out. No, just kidding. I mean, we did look like the clampets, but nevertheless... <laughs> The thing is, you want to be prepared and have the right things. First of all, in your first 15-minute list, it should have food, water, clothing, medications, needs for the elderly and maybe special needs individuals in your home, a first aid kit, a form of shelter, if you don't have a tent, a tarp paracord to strap your tarp down, an axe, you know, the things you're going to need to provide for your family. Because when you leave and you evacuate, some places have shelters, others do not. For us, you know, when we first moved out here, we didn't know a soul. So... Um, over time, we've certainly made some wonderful, wonderful friends, and we have several friends in Washington that offered us their home um, for us to take refuge. So we thank you guys greatly, uh, George and Gudrun and Randy and Jim and Sharon. You know, I, we're grateful. We have wonderful, wonderful friends, and that's what you need to do. In addition to your list, you need to have plans. We're going to go over these lists in a little bit, but you need to have plans. You need to think out of the box. You need to think. OK, if my we have to go on it with business as usual. So if the mountain man is out working on a project for somebody and we're here, what what are we going to do? We're sep- we're separated. We need to evacuate. What's going to happen? You know, we both take comfort in each other because we know we have like minds. And it's it was something we both thought of and both talked about. So we have two meeting places because when we get out to our main highway, we have two options left or right. And fire could be coming at either direction, and we need to be planning locations, you know, regardless. So we have two meeting spots. If we're separated and we need to get out, he knows where to find me. That's he would come looking for me because we would be driving out of here with a trailer loaded down and some of our animals, and so he'd be looking for us. And um, we have have plans, like I said, on where we're going to go after we would have to evacuate. So having those plans in place is really important. And these are plans you should have thought up and have in place at at a family meeting. If you don't have family meetings, you should have one. And these are things you should have planned even if your state does not have a fire. Things happen. And you need to have plans that if there is an emergency, a tornado, a hurricane, a tsunami, who knows, wherever you are, those things could be issues. You need to have plans on where you would meet. If something happened and if that me, if plan a is not an option, what's plan B because that could happen too, you know, and that's what we did. If you know our initial spot was under fire, where would we go? So you need to really, really think about these things and be prepared and be ready to act when things come your way we're going to take a short break to hear some words from our sponsors i'm going to come back and we're going to talk in detail about these lists so stay tuned the new pioneer
1: magazine taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar hydroponics and various other advancements of today creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market In addition to the new Pioneer magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one, or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance, trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package... Look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO, gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes, including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter's not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit BetterBatter.org.
0: And we are talking about what to do if you are threatened by a wildfire. And we've been talking about lists. It is really important to be prepared. Now, for us, like I said, our mindset is very different than many. And our thoughts directly came to what would we need to set up camp and to build from the ground up again. Now, we've done it once. We know we could do it again And honestly, that was one of the most rewarding and amazing times of my life. And not that I'm looking forward to it because of these circumstances, but I know we could do it very easily. And I know as a family, we pull together very quickly. So that was our list. So we had clothing, water, food. We took you know, all of our food cash. And let me just remind you, we have we have a 24-foot gooseneck trailer. We have a smaller trailer. We have two pickups and a car. So as soon as we knew that there was a fire, and even though it was 40 minutes away and we had wind, we started preparing. The trailer got trailers got pulled around. The trucks were ready to roll. Everything was heading in the right direction to head out. And we started pulling things together. Now, for me, with my business, I do have to because I maintain things for clients, it is a concern. But let me just mention to you that it is something that I am very mobile with because I already am mobile with my job and I am very anal at organizing things. So the things that would go with would be my laptop, my iPad, my backup devices, and whatever plugs I need, as well as my solar equipment to charge things. And it all gets thrown in a very small bag. Uh, The more we live this life, the less we need. So we focus on less is more. And so that's, you know, I don't need anything big. I mean, My Bible goes in that bag, um, any of the important books I need, any journals you know, and I have all of our photos are on my laptop and on my backup devices. So I could go with that and be safe. But something you do need to consider is your important documents. Those play a role in identifying yourself and your family. In some states, that's necessary. I believe Florida is one of them, you know, that you need to have identifying documentation when you get to evacuation spots. So, but you have your uh, life insurance, your homeowner's insurance, and in this case, homeowners would be an issue. So, you know, you need to have all those papers with you you. Hunting and pecking and having to get copies is a pain in the bottom. So, you know, you don't want to go that route. So keep that in mind. Grab your items that are in the safe. If you don't have them in a safe, purchase a small safe, get them that they're handy to grab. The next thing is for us, we packed up all our building tools. We packed up all our tools for camp. We packed my sun oven. We packed all our, our cast iron. We packed four metal plates, spoons, bowls, cups, and our stainless steel wide mouth water bottles. Those, I can't tell you how, Important they are. I'm going to touch on what we carry on our person real quick every day. We carry a pocket knife, we carry a lighter. A piece of paracord, for me, it's my paracord bracelet that the Mountain Boy made for me. I have a knife that the Mountain Man made for me. I have my it's a Genesis from LT Wright Knives. I carry my 380. I carry a um, non-reusable space blanket in my pocket. I know that sounds quirky, but you know what? If I'm out and I get stuck, I have shelter. I have something reflective to hold the heat if it's cooler so that I can stay warm. So I have everything on my person that I need to start a fire, to set up camp, to do what I need to, and in the with the wide mouth stainless steel water bottle, I can put that in a fire and sterilize my water for drinking. I can also cook my food because it's a wide mouth, so that plays a huge role. The paracord bracelets are for sale on our website, so are the wide mouth stainless steel bottles. They are a huge importance in our eyes because being able to carry less and be able to do what you need is important. And carrying them every day, if I'm out in the car, the car breaks down, and I have a, a 20 mile hike back home. I'm equipped. I have what I need. And that's what you guys got to think about all the time. And in these situations, even more. So, you know, we have our tent, we have our winter clothing. We are heading into the winter months. So we have a 55 gallon drum full of all of our winter clothing, everything we would need. We have extra shoes. We have, I have my Keens that I, they're sandals. They're amazing. They're very comfortable. I jog in them. I hike in them. I wear them in, in the water. And that's why I pack them because if we'd have to make a trip through the river or whatever, to stay safe, I could come out easily and dry off and stay warm later. So hypothermia comes into play even in these situations. So, you know, think of all these things. Wool blankets are important. So if you're loading up a car or like for us, our truck already has all these things I'm going to mention to you in it. It has food, it has water, it has extra clothing, it has wool blankets, it has firearms, it has a pick, an axe, a shovel, a digging bar, uh, come-along chains, mule tape, it has paracord, it has everything bank line, it has all these things we would need To survive. So, if we're ever stuck in our vehicle, we have everything we need. We don't have to go anywhere. So, or we can pack it and go, whatever the case may be. But those are things we automatically carry. So, if you're packing a car or a truck that doesn't have any of that, those are things you're going to want to have. Think about this you're heading out and a tree falls in front of your vehicle. If you don't have a chainsaw, an axe, things like that, even uh, mule tape to pull it out of the way, a rope, a chain, you could end up getting stuck in the fire just because you simply didn't have the right tools. So, I really want to educate you today and get you to think out of the box. My heart is going out to all these people affected and all of you that have never experienced this before. Honestly, I have never experienced this before, but I know what our family needs and I know what we need to do. And the other thing is to not panic. Don't panic. That's why you want to plan ahead so you don't have to panic. And if you plan ahead, even if you only have 15 minutes, if you've got everything sitting by the door or or ready to go on the trailer, all you got to do is throw it on and go. And, And that's what we've done. Our house looks like we've either just moved in or we're moving out. It's insane, but you know what? You know, I like order, but at this point, Order is not a concern. I want my family prepared and ready if we have to be. And it is just so dry out here that anything could happen. So we'd rather be safe than sorry. So and that's what I want you to do. I want you to be educated. I spoke about the different things that Idaho has available for us as far as keeping track of the fires. Go to your county officials if you don't know how to find out and ask. Be be aware, be prepared. Your county's maybe having different meetings. We have been de- on a level two fire uh, threat for months now that we can't. Can't go out um, cutting firewood. That there have been no fires being burned in Idaho since the beginning of summer. Even before that, it's been dry all year. We didn't have a lot of snow, so that was our that's normally our cushion uh, to keep us going through the summer months as far as moisture. And we normally have snow caps until July, and it was gone in March. So you know we've been under heavy alert for a long time here. But some of you are just starting to go in that position. So be smart and listen to what's being said it does make a difference don't have fires if you're told not to have fires all it takes is one spark to hit dry tinder and you know you're going to start something really nasty back to the lists you know be prepared at least if you only have a few minutes grab food clothing and water for your family your survival packs should be by the door many just grab your family memorabilia and put it by the door you need more than that you need to sustain your family you have no idea where you're going to go at this point You have no idea what's coming around the next bend. So have enough to sustain your family. Have something, you know, for us, our survival packs and heading out the door with just our survival packs, we'd be fine. We had the knowledge and the know-how to live off the land and to set up shelter and be fine. But many of you don't. So grab what you need. Chia seeds are an amazing thing very lightweight. Tablespoon of chia seeds will sustain you for 24 hours. They are high in many things. So something as simple as a huge bag of chia seeds, a jar of chia seeds could sustain your family for days. You need to have water. You can go without food, but you cannot go without water. So without stainless steel types of water bottles to something to put in a fire that you can sterilize your water. That's important. Now we're talking about this and I'm saying that you can't have a fire, but you need to sterilize your water. That's why I grab my sun oven. Sun oven will do the same with our water. So I have two sun ovens and I grab both of those so that I can sterilize our water that way. If you are in a situation where you need to sterilize water and you can't get, you know, it's really dry, you could set up something near a creek or river and and be contained using something like an uh, ember light stove or the cube from sun oven. But it's really risky. So that's why I would be able to use my sun oven to sterilize water for us. But that's also why it's very important to have extra water on hand when you leave. Fill up a couple gallon jugs. Make sure that they are um, ready to go and, and that you have them. Uh, so being prepared is huge and thinking out of the box and knowing that you have all you need like I said if you don't have a tent a tarp will work great in creating a a makeshift shelter Uh, right now we're pretty fortunate Uh, the temperatures aren't going too low we've had the lowest was 38 degrees this week it's been in the 40s 41, 45 so you know it's still getting cool at night so you want to make sure you have those extra wool blankets wool blankets are great because they will repel water so they will keep you dry if the rains decide to come Uh, they will also keep you warm at night. Wool is just such a great thing to have and that's something that we focus on making sure we have a lot of. So I'm jumping around and I'm my mind is just all over the place this morning and I'm sorry but I want to really cover these things and just make sure you're thinking out of the box. You can also go to treyerwilderness.com wildfires and you will find my post discussing all these things and breaking out the lists so that you can print it out if you want. Put it in a binder so you have it. But seriously, sitting down with your family and having a plan is so incredibly huge plans for all kinds of things if the power's out you know we challenge people to be prepared as though you would have to go three or three to seven days without power how would you do it What would you have? What would you need? And a lot of you would need to go buy things. Food is the biggest thing. Many people just go to the store and buy what they need daily, a couple times a week. We have enough here to sustain us for a very long time. I don't go to the grocery store for a very long time. I hate shopping. Many of you know that. So, you know, once every three months, we'll go and stock back up if we need certain things. But most of the time, that's not even a necessity. Something else I encourage you to put in your survival packs is chia seeds and heirloom seeds. Why? Because chia seeds, like I just told you, are a great thing to have to sustain you. Heirloom seeds are a great thing to have if your 72 hours turns into long term, in which case you have seeds to plant that you can grow your family food. You can then save those seeds and redo it all over again. It is an awesome thing to carry and something that I carry in all of my survival packs, and I have an abundance here at my home. And I save my seeds because it is so important to be able to feed your family. And yes, you can get by on proteins and some things you could forage from the wild, but it's also good to have those greens in your diet. And I make sure that I'm able to feed my family. I can hunt for my food um, my husband is our our hunter and our protector, so that 's always something in his mind um That was something else we packed. I'm jumping again. We packed all of our hunting gear, all of our firearms. We have all of our hunting equipment, bows, longbows, compound bows, rifles, because living off the land would be something that would be a must for a while. Something else I want to jump in and talk about a little bit is also your animals. Um, We have milk goats and we have chickens right now. I also have my honeybees and it would just absolutely make me sick to leave things behind. But if the time is of the essence and you do not have the opportunity to get your animals because your family comes first, always remember that. No matter what it is, your family comes first. So if you don't have a chance to grab anything, go. Because everything is replaceable. What I'm talking about today is being prepared when you have the time allotted And and you can plan ahead so that you have the things you need. But if time is of the essence and you can't grab anything, get your family out. Everything is replaceable. And there are means of doing things in the wild if you have to. And that's something that you'll need to learn to be educated on if you're not. But at this point, and if it comes down to it, just get your family out and go to where you can find refuge. But with our animals, we would have to either leave them go and let them in the wild to fend for themselves which would be horrible but it would it would be better than leaving them in their coops and leaving them to burn so animals are smart But the other thing is trash cans. I know this sounds funny, but we brought our goats, our baby goats back here in big Rubbermaid trash cans, put the lid on, bungeed them closed and threw them in the truck. So those are options. If you have equipment that you can do that, because we don't have equipment to get our animals out of here necessarily. So that would be an option. And I'd hate to see anything happen to either of my animals because they provide for our family. So if you can get your animals, that would be awesome. But Like I said, if it's going to cause the opportunity for one of you to lose your life, it's not important. Please put your family first. So I hope this information has been helpful for you. Like I said, I know I jumped around a lot today, but I want you to be informed. I want you to be prepared and I want you to be safe. And I don't want your head in the sand, please. Pay attention to your surroundings. Please be prepared for what may come your way all the time, not just today, not just because there's fires, all the time. Think about these things. It's really important. And around our country, things are just starting to fall apart. And... If your eyes are open, you can see it just like I can. Stay tuned for some future guests that will share some things with you that will help you move into the future. Water safety is going to be one of them. The state of our country is another. So stay tuned. I have some great guests coming and I'm going to start taking a little bit more time in the middle of our guests to spend time with you because I really do miss talking to you. And I miss being able to share things with you because there are things on my heart always that I want to be able to share with our audience. And we have so much going on here often that it's fun to share. We got to put a porch on our home, which has been just a nice gift to be able to go out and relax and sit there at night as a family. And I have a video that'll go on to Instagram soon. I'm just having a hard time getting everything done. Imagine that. But um, we actually have two fawns and two mama. Two mamas, the does, coming in, uh, white-tailed deer. They come in. They were coming in pretty regularly. Now they're not as regular. I think the smoke is kind of scaring everything away. Our honeybees are also a little, like, almost like they're hibernating. It's a little strange. I think the smoke is affecting them, too. But the deer would come in. They were within f- less than 50 yards of us while we're sitting on the porch, and we're talking to them. Because when they'd first start coming in, I'd holler out the door, Hi, deer. And they kind of just started getting very used to our voices and what we do and our noises. They You know, they linger in the woods at the edge of our property hearing all our noises. So they come in and they are right there with us at night while we're on the porch and we'll talk to them. And the video is of us talking to them. It's so cool, the stuff that goes on here, really. You know, we may have struggles at one point. All three of our vehicles were down and that was about two weeks before these fires started up in our area. So I am really grateful that God blessed us with the finances to be able to repair them because otherwise we would have been sitting ducks. So you know, those are scary things too. So then what do you do? You know, Um, we have a river not too awful far from us, so that would have been where we would have taken refuge with wool blankets over our heads in the water. So, you know, things happen, and, you know, just keep your family's safety always at the forefront of everything going on. Think of your family always. Anyway, we've had a lot of great things going on here. We are very blessed, and I hope that you are just as blessed because I'm sure that there are many good things happening in your life. The question is, are you seeing them? Open your eyes, folks. See what's threatening you. See your blessings, And just be safe out there. Uh, My heart and my prayers are going out to all of you. And uh, I encourage you to check us out on the different social medias. Lots of communication going on on Facebook and uh, Instagram. A lot of behind the scenes photos, which many of you like to see. So join me. Really enjoy having you. We have classes coming up in the future. A lot of great things going on. Check out our YouTube videos. I also did two videos on fire safety this week that you can find on our channel. So um, if you can't locate us, go to our website. On the sidebar, when you scroll down, you'll find links to all of our social media. You can find the same links at the end of our newsletter. Uh, If you haven't joined our newsletter, I encourage you to do so. There's very many handouts, one of which is The Trayer Wilderness Cookbook, Homesteading the Traditional Way, Volume 1. If you subscribe to our newsletter, you can receive it for free. You can also purchase it on our website, and my next book is due in September. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for taking time to join me, and please adhere to these warnings. I really worry about people, so stay safe. Until our next show, you guys take care, and God bless.
1: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.